0: Thank you for listening to knocking doors down brought to you by KDD media company.
1: You know, I see so many people fail and it's not their fault. It's not yeah. their fault. You know, you have to be, you have to give up. You have yeah. to be like, all right, enough is enough because it's no way of life. Yeah. It's not, you know, I'm, I am just as happy today without drugs and alcohol than I was with the drugs and alcohol when, when you get that, that high point for mm-hmm. the couple hours out right. of 24 mm-hmm. I'm much happier even because that's a fake high Yep, it's all fake it's all fake and it wants you dead
0: this episode of Knocking Doors Down is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space, so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at podgo.co. And be sure to add the Knockin' Doors Down podcast in the How Did You Hear About Podgo section of the application. Are you like me and you like sparkling water, but you also like it with a little bit of a spark? Well, that's what Focus is. It's delicious, health conscious, thoughtfully caffeinated sparkling water. It's infused with a boost of natural tea caffeine and the balance of L-theanine. You get the clean energy you want without the sugar, calories, or the dreaded crash. Focus is simply made with a boost, balance, and bubbles. With 75 milligrams of caffeine, zero calories, zero sugars, zero sweeteners, non GMO. So, hey, Ditch the sodas, ditch the energy drinks that are overloaded with sugar and ingredients that you have no idea what they are or even how to pronounce them. And Focus Sparkling Water, it's naturally caffeinated, derived from teas, gives you the same boost as an eight ounce cup of coffee in a refreshing, thirst quenching form. Now what's L-theanine? Well, it's the secret hero of green tea, balances and mellows the brain boosting benefits of caffeine so you stay alert and focused without stress or the jitters. We all need to hydrate, right? But that doesn't have to be boring. Enjoy Focus Water. They've got a wide range of flavors. Blood Orange, Mixed Berry, Cherry Cola, Crisp Apple, Root Beer, Grapefruit, Yuzu and Lime, Cucumber, and Peach. Just to name some of the flavors. And listeners are knocking doors down, you can get 20% off Focus Water. It's simple, go to drinkfocus.com, that's drink-p-h-o-c-u-s.com, or click the link in the podcast description, use the code doors D O O R Z all capitals D O O R Z and you get 20% off your order of Focus sparkling water and we thank Focus for sponsoring this episode of Knocking Doors Down This episode of Knocking Doors Down is brought to you by Manscaped get 20% off and free shipping with the code K D D at manscaped.com That's manscaped.com and use the code KDD. This is Knocking Doors Down, a podcast all about ending the stigma surrounding addiction and mental health issues. I'm your host, Jason Lachance. I have struggled with addiction stemming from some trauma. And of course, my co-host over there, Mikey Naraki. What is going on, people? Well, uh, you know, he's no different. Uh, what are you going to do? And uh, we thank you guys for listening. Uh, hopefully you've subscribed to the podcast. And please, uh, share with a friend, someone that you think uh, could benefit for it, would find it interesting and engaging. That's how we continue to grow. So we appreciate it very much. And uh, Austin Reed, our guest this week, Mikey. Yeah, Austin Reed, good people. Had a good time. Yes, uh, Austin is a uh, TV and radio broadcaster. He, interestingly enough, had us on his television show, and mm-hmm. we made his acquaintance, and this is actually his first situation where he's opening up about his addiction issues, as well as uh, cystic fibrosis. He was diagnosed at the age of three, led to some depression issues, as well as ADHD, and some various things. That's uh, insightful and well funny conversation as well just cuz I Austin has a great sense of humor. Yeah, he's definitely overcome a lot, that's for sure. Absolutely. And uh we couldn't do any of this without 5150 LTM. We are living the madness, wearing the gear, getting swagged out everywhere we go. You'll see us uh, wearing 5150LTM gear on our social media posts on the YouTube channel. And you, listeners of Knocking Doors Down, you can get uh, 20% off. How do they do that, Mikey? I was just going to say how, Jason. (laughs) (laughs) By entering the code KDD20. That is right. KDD20 at checkout when you go to 5150ltm.com. KDD20. Use that code and get 20% off at checkout. Welcome in to Knocking Doors Down, Austin Reed. How are you good, sir?
1: Hey there. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for coming in. I know, uh, we're 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 becoming fast friends here. This is twice in in uh, the matter of a week. And I realized I just said thanks for hanging out
2: like <laughs> I, like <laughs> you guys are on my show. We have to be here, Austin.
0: Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> thanks for having me. Yes. The reverse Thank you stuff.
0: for hanging out. <laughs> <You're> yeah. <welcome. laughs> of a uh, host of uh, Central Valley Talk. You also got the Reed Report and lots of great stuff that's... Uh, coming up. We'll get into a little bit uh, later on because uh, I really want to hear how you got into broadcasting, a fellow sure. broadcasting background, but uh, we're here to kind of shed some light on uh, your addiction issues as well as some mental health and, and physical health issues. It kind of segwayed into you and your addiction but uh, you were saying uh, before we got recording, uh, family background of addiction? Oh yeah, definitely on my father's side, 100%. I, <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like, always
2: the father's side, it's my father's I, side too. Right? And it's just always how it goes, uh, What right? the heck?
1: I know, my mom's side, you know my uncle's like a pastor Yeah, you know, yeah, like, uh, yeah. So Get your shit
2: together, dad <laughs> Yeah,
1: right <laughs> <laughs> So, um, and, but on my father's side with the with the addictions come mental illness you know my Mm -hmm. grandma suffered from schizophrenia uh i have many family members that have bipolar uh so you know and 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 i'm dual diagnosed as well i feel like that's kind of the the big story now it's like everybody is dual diagnosed it's Mm -hmm. not just one or the other you know i think they go hand in hand Mm -hmm. agreed
0: yeah i don't uh Sure, if I spend a little more time in the psychologist's office, we might figure out what I, what the heck else is going mm-hmm, on there. But, mm-hmm. you know, you were talking a uh, little uh, attention deficit disorder, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah. I kind of have started to notice some of those patterns, and mm-hmm. I don't want to self-diagnose, but I can relate to it. Uh, what What point did you kind of start to recognize? it? Was it as a child or?
1: As a child, for sure, yeah. yeah. Especially going through school, it was very, very tough for me. So doing a paper or doing a project. Mm-hmm. I mean, even just sitting in class for longer than 15 minutes. Yeah. I, was, I was thinking about something else. Mm-hmm. But the interesting thing is I got into broadcasting, and I, I, I became obsessed with broadcasting when I was like six, seven, eight years old. Sure. And so if it had to do with broadcasting, I was, you know, 100% in. But anything else, it was very hard for me to just sit down. But even as an adult now, it's hard for me to do just one thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's hard for me to get through an hour without doing 10 different things mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I so.
0: and sometimes our life doesn't give us any choice it's like ah oh, shit i gotta do this right. right now too i was in the zone <laughs> exactly exactly but
2: you know you said that makes sense is going back to the dual diagnosis mm-hmm. because before we were talking i had talked to you about my anxiety and when i tell my doctors that they go back and say well have you ever thought about hurting yourself or and i'm like no, no no i'm not depressed like mm-hmm. it's not they assume that it's both mm-hmm. you know what i mean but and they want to yes. throw both in yeah and it's yeah. not always the case because I mean, you know, some people are, but some people are not. So let's just focus on this one. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it's true. Yeah.
0: One step at a
1: time. One step at at a time. time. That's
0: right.
2: One day at a time, one step at a time. Mm -hmm.
0: So uh, what then, it kind of makes me wonder, uh, family life, if it was on both sides, was it something that there was active substance abuse growing up, or... No, not...
1: uh, Yeah. So, at least on my dad's side, there was no... Um, substance abuse when I was growing up, especially on my, not, not on my mom's side. Mm. However, uh, I'm thinking that, and I haven't really talked to my dad much about this specifically, but um, when I was growing up, he was a semi truck driver. Mm. Yeah. So I think on the road, he was probably doing some meth. You know, maybe not, you know, not around me. Um, My mom, definitely not. She has no addiction whatsoever. She does suffer from depression, though, my mom specifically. And then her dad. Committed suicide when my mom was like six, seven years old. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah.
0: Some trauma lineage there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's fine. My dad, truck driver, too. Oh, okay, cool. You nailed it when you said that. I'm like, that's exactly (laughs) what the fuck it was. Yes, (laughs) yes, yes. Meth and truck drivers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, hopefully. Not all of them. Not all. No, no, no. But (laughs) hopefully, and especially, I, I think we're roughly about the same age, and it was more prolific back then. Right. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. I don't think many of the semi-truck companies
2: did drug tests I was going to say, my uncle's a truck driver. I wonder if he dabbled in <laughs> the I know guy. Now yeah, I'm trying yeah, to think it. back on family reunions. Was he, <laughs> was, he yeah.
0: was he all <laughs> Was he acting <laughs> weird? No, yeah. Yeah. no, no I, think,
2: I think he's good. Uh, You're good, unk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... Were you kind of? I know for me, I always felt like an outcast. Did you feel that way too? Because I'm, um, I'm dyslexic. So when you're talking about the ADHD, mm-hmm. I, same thing, concentration issues. Some stuff just doesn't compute in the brain, and I just never felt like I fit. Um,
1: yeah. I here's, here's what made me weird when you know a third when other thirteen year olds were. You know, like 100% into sports or girls I was doing fake newscasts in my basement mm-hmm. for hours on, <laughs> and um, you know uh, I I had a lot of friends um, but I was a weird kid I was definitely a weird kid I'm a weird adult as well so you know it, it continues on but um, you know I, I but I did like sports and I played sports but it, for me it was just uh, television and radio uh, I've always just loved it and it's 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 not like it's not a love it's a passion it's mm-hmm. like if I if I didn't if I wasn't working in broadcasting I um, I I would not be happy in life. You know, right. it's it, it keeps my happiness alive mm-hmm. for sure. So. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but I was I was definitely friends with a lot of the odd kids, a lot of the weirdos, because I consider myself a weirdo. So I Same. wasn't like I wasn't like the I was student body president. Of my senior year of high school. Uh, but I wasn't even at school much because at that time I had already been hired full time as a reporter with the local Fox station in Portland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So oh. I was like in school, maybe one or two hours a day. That's awesome How old were you? I was 17.
0: That is awesome. Yeah. But when we were talking, you had mentioned about 17 was the first use of uh, alcohol was it was it connected with the job or was it just kind of you felt like here i am look at me i'm working and you know i felt older yeah yeah i felt older so uh
1: you know when when my peers were drinking around me i thought well i can i can drink as well you know but it wasn't you know it wasn't to a point where I was drinking every day, like later in my life. Right. Um, it was just parties on the weekends. Um, but my, my first introduction to hard drug use would have been when I was 19. Mm-hmm. Uh, my brother, uh, he introduced me to ecstasy. Oh, shit. So, yeah. So, uh, you know, it started that one time. I loved it. <laughs> so yeah. it continued on every weekend. Everything you know? just feels so good. It does. <laughs> I know. I know. So um, and, and then but again, it wasn't to a ab- I knew I knew I was addicted to it, though. I knew I was addicted to it, but I was able to hold it. Mm-hmm. I was able to right. hold it to weekends only sure. and kind of get through life. Um, and, and then, I, and then when I was maybe 21 or 22, uh, it just kind of I just stopped doing it. I was sure. I was able to just eh, it's, this is annoying, you know, because mm-hmm. I, I don't know it's like every weekend And that the the, the comedown down mm-hmm. after ecstasy is
2: terrible. That's what we understand <laughs> you know,
1: talk about, you know, depression. Yeah right. uh, Holy crap that sucks. So I was able to just stop it yeah.
2: Do you ever feel like your anxiety or depression depression was brought on by your substance abuse in the past? Oh one oh Oh, absolutely. Same. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. 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 I, um, <laughs> when I was doing Coke a lot, I thought, uh, there was one time where I thought I had just done too much and mm-hmm. I was like, shit, this is it. You know, this is it. My heart's going to pop. I felt like I was having a heart attack and 20 minutes go by. I'm still alive. So I'm like okay it's not a heart attack so maybe and I'm pretty sure that, that was my very first panic attack mm-hmm. still to this day I'll randomly get panic attacks so I feel like mine was brought on by that as well Right. Yeah. that's why I ask yeah. like are you yeah. in the same boat it <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <That seems laughs> like, like 100% it. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah well
0: yeah I mean it's a it's a it's a trauma moment you know to go through that that feeling of like you said the uh, using a substance mm-hmm. with the result the reoccurring depression post usage um, I've never done it you know uh, myself but from everyone i know and you you're fucking up the chemistry of your body and brain exactly yeah. uh, let alone the, those of us you know with attention issues or uh-huh. learning issue disabilities or whatever it is yeah uh so we stepped away from the xc we're still mm-hmm. drinking mm-hmm. Uh, but when did you find out uh, cystic fibrosis when when was
1: that so i was three years old when i was diagnosed oh, wow. with cystic uh, cystic fibrosis so i was in the hospital a lot as a kid you know uh, back in the day before amazing treatments like they have now one uh, specific drug called trikafta which Mm. changes your your um, chemist your cystic fibrosis chemistry and and makes things like you know for a while every every year i was in the hospital for a couple weeks at a time maybe three to four times a year Mm. up until Mm. i was about um mm, 27 28 years old so I'd get pneumonia, I'd get, uh, Pseudomonas or, well, I have Pseudomonas right now. Uh, that's, that's, um, taken care of. Mm-hmm. of pseudomonas, I it's like, uh, it's like, uh, it's a lung, uh, it's a, it was a lung disease. It's like a, oh. or a lung, uh, infection that sure. stays with me for life. So, but oh. I didn't get that till I was later in life. But, um, but now there's uh, this medication called called trikafta it's $30,000 a month <laughs> and thankfully my insurance covers it yeah and i take two two pills in the morning one pill at night and i haven't been in the hospital for my cystic fibrosis in years since i started it so oh, which was bear. maybe well i guess about a year and a half ago but yeah total miracle medication um and but yeah no i was diagnosed when i was 3 years old so i uh, when i when i was born And and when 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 I was diagnosed at three, the doctors told my parents um, I was born in Asheville, North Carolina. So I lived there till I was about eight. But the doctors at the time told my mom and dad that I would have maybe to about 18 or 19 years to live. Oh, wow. So um, so I kind of knew that growing up. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I, I definitely credit that with with depression. Because when you think you're going to be dead by 19 years old, you're going to not be very, very happy, you know? uh Or, I think my case, you're going to be like, well, might as well try some ecstasy. I in a <laughs> year, so. Yeah. <laughs> I have to ask with the
2: lung thing, what were your thoughts when this whole COVID thing struck? Like, was that kind I was, of like.
1: I was paranoid at first. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was very, very freaked out. um But then I um I, you know I just i stayed stayed careful yeah, you know and yeah. wore my mask and uh, I stayed at home a lot sure. you know at the beginning um, and then and then I was doing research and for some reason, COVID has not hit CF patients hard. Mm, I don't know why I don't know if it's because of our star our chemistry uh, with with the the virus and it just doesn't hold on to people with CF, yeah. but I think there's only been a couple people with cystic fibrosis that died due to COVID. Mm,
0: sure, and those complications that's related to. Right. right. Yeah. Exactly. Well, that's uh, <laughs> yeah. maybe you have the superpower. I, know, right? I have. Maybe I know the, mu- the mutation. <laughs> right. Uh, so you're. I mean, wow, crazy. Seventeen years old working mm-hmm. in, in. It was television news, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, wh- where did we go from there? I mean, was there? Was it? Hey, I'm going to try to get to bigger networks yeah. and keep moving up.
1: And, so, so, um. I let's see. When I was about nine years old, I, I just want to reverse real quick. Yeah, when please. I was nine years old, um, I had a news studio in my parents' basement. Um, That's awesome. And so the ABC station came out, did a story about me about how you know this nine or this nine-year-old kid is pretending to be the next Peter Jennings while also living with cystic fibrosis, and he's mm. turned his parents' basement into a pseudo pseudo newsroom. And uh, and then after that, my dad uh, gave a good idea to look into public access okay. and, you know, start my own show. So I did that. And I, so I did that for uh, see, I did that when I was maybe 12 or 13 um, and and I did my own shows. It was called Rose City News and Teen Edition. And we did weekly or, or biweekly shows uh, up until I was 17 when that's when i got hired by the fox station. so uh let's see when i was uh and then i was also doing radio as well. Um, uh-huh. i was at Movin 1075. i did nights.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Movin what yeah. was it was it yeah. like smooth jazz? No, no, no but... it
1: was uh it was like uh R&B and and 90s pop. So, okay. Great jingle. Moving 1075, Portland. <laughs> they
0: all have that. So remember they it. They all have that cadence, right? <laughs> yes, it's the same thing everywhere. Yeah, because we were talking and you were familiar with one of the stations. I used to run the yep. K97. And, five. Five. and they still have that jingle. In the Valley. Yes, I know. Yeah, I know. They'll never give get you guys rid of that moment. jingle. I, I, have, I remember when we were writing it out. Right. You
3: know?
0: <laughs> well, we better say in the Valley. Right. Put, put, put in the Valley <laughs> yeah. in there. You have to have that shit. Like, people don't know that. Right. (laughs)
1: You're in the valley. That's awesome. Oh, that's too cool. And then uh, when I was, so when I was um, uh, 20, I I decided I wanted to move to New York City. I moved to New York City, did some acting for a little while, Hmm. thinking that I didn't want to do broadcasting, that I wanted to move towards movies. And I acted for like a year. I uh, was in a sitcom with Joan Rivers. Oh, wow. <laughs> so yeah, nice. oh, they uh,
0: darling, huh? <laughs>
1: yeah, <right? laughs> she was nice. and then, um and then w- and then I realized, ah, crap, I missed news, yeah. I miss TV. and uh, and I got a job as a as a reporter in New Mexico for the NBC station there. so nice. uh, New Mexico, and, yeah, I loved it, did you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. New Mexico is awesome. It's yep. beautiful.
0: Most of us just know New Mexico from Breaking Bad. So we have yeah. a perception of mm-hmm. it's like, oh, that's this right. shit box. Yeah, right. no. But uh, how <laughs> And long, Roswell, you know, Roswell, where the aliens really. are. Yeah. So how long were you there? Uh, let's see. I was there for a couple
1: of years, um, and then I moved to. So my mom had a heart attack, and uh, you know, I grew up in Portland, Oregon. Yeah, yeah. Born in North Carolina, but raised in Portland, and my mom had a heart attack, so. I wanted to get closer to her, so uh, at the time I had an agent at that time, and he got me a, a, a morning anchor job in in Medford, Oregon, oh, wow. uh, for the NBC station there. So so I moved. Uh, so at least I was a little bit closer to my mom. Uh, and but but uh, Medford, that's where the addiction just.
0: Interesting. Pfft. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, we have a coworker that lives up in that area. Same kind of a Southern similar Oregon. situation. Okay. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. So. What? What then? if he
1: went to my doctor?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, well, doctor. So what, what? brought it on? Then at that point.
1: So um, you know, I, I, I was getting these really bad headaches, and um, in Medford there is no, there was no cystic fibrosis clinic, mm. and um, so I just had to go to just a random doctor that knew nothing about cystic fibrosis. So I remember I, I, I went to him and and I said, hey, I'm getting these really terrible headaches. And he said, uh, okay, well, um, you know, he knew nothing about cystic fibrosis and he just guessed. And, uh, he said, well, here, I'll just give you Vicodin, you know, try that. And at that point, I didn't even really know much about pain meds, sure. you know, I didn't know, but it was at the height of the pain med epidemic, mm-hmm. you know, cause that would have been, uh, you know, over 10 years ago. So, uh, I, I remember I was on it for, I remember the first day I took a Vicodin. I loved it. It was similar to ecstasy for me. Mm-hmm. I know it's not like that for a lot of people, but for me, for some reason, it felt felt as good. So um, about a month goes by, and, you know, at first I was just taking one every four hours, but then, you know, two, three weeks later, I'm taking two, I'm taking mm-hmm. three every four hours, you know. So I called him up, and I and, and at that point... I was still honest and I, I said, hey, I'm having to take like three of these every four hours now. You know, wh- what's going on? He said, oh, OK, well, uh, let me let me write you morphine and let me write you liquid oxycodone. Oh, and then let's write some Soma. And uh, let me give you this. Uh, let me give you some diazepine, you know. Uh, I mean, Just it was a
2: pain med cocktail, pain med cocktail. Uh.
1: Um, and that destroyed me well yeah i would destroy anybody yeah so uh you know i was able to slowly but surely fake it for a while you know Mm -hmm. but i i i know a lot of stations you know because i've worked at a lot of stations across the country and i know a lot of stations at this point or like there's he's he was fucked up. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah
0: so you, sure. There's, a, we can only hide it for so <laughs> right, long, exactly. and then it's like, okay, yeah. this is evident. So now are you using alcohol at, in, concurrently with this or is this kind of a, no,
1: at that point it was just the pain meds. Mm-hmm. It was just, and it, I mean, it was just, it was terrible. I mean, I couldn't go a day. I couldn't go an hour without it, mm-hmm. right. you know? And, um, and I was just, you know, I just met my wife and, she was trying to figure out what to do with me, and um, it was—it just—it—it absolutely—it, you know, I, I i look back now that I'm sober, and I'm like, fuck, where would I have been? You know, wh- would I have been working for you know uh, CNN when I was 23? Or you know, it's—it right. just—it. I mean, I did okay, but I know I could have done way better. Right.
2: But, right. Yeah. So,
1: um, so I. So I went on suboxone, and um, which is like it's supposed to help you get off the pain meds. Right. Mm-hmm. But they kept me on that. Usually you're only supposed to be on it for maybe a year at the most. I was on that for like seven years. Mm. Holy shit. And, um, and the Suboxone wasn't good for me either because it was basically, it, it's trading one narcotic for another. Mm-hmm. Right. So I was super tired all the time. I was unreliable. I, I was, I'd always call out. Um, I wasn't very happy, you know. But every time I tried to go off the Suboxone, I couldn't. Because I was so addicted to it, so it it it's like you know getting off Suboxone after seven years is like getting off heroin.
2: Yeah, right. It's
1: it's it's you know. So I finally was able to do that, Uh, and (laughs) and then I laugh. But I I got off the Suboxone, and then I got addicted to um, Adderall and to uh, you know again because I have the ADHD. So and Vivans and. Uh, and, then, and then it moved to alcohol, and that was my late 20s. So. Mm-hmm.
0: More coming up with Austin Reed on Knocking Doors Down. He speaks on his friend who passed away from uh, alcohol abuse-related causes. Also, some of those fun random questions, and Austin leaves you with some very inspirational words. Stick around are you like me and you like sparkling water but you also like it with a little bit of a spark well that's what focus is it's delicious health conscious thoughtfully caffeinated sparkling water it's infused with a boost of natural tea caffeine and the balance of l-theanine you get the clean energy you want without the sugar calories or the dreaded crash focus is simply made with a boost balance and bubbles with 75 milligrams of caffeine zero calories zero sugars zero sweeteners non-gmo so hey ditch the sodas, ditch the energy drinks that are overloaded with sugar and ingredients that you have no idea what they are or even how to pronounce them. And focus sparkling water, it's naturally caffeinated, derived from teas, gives you the same boost as an eight ounce cup of coffee in a refreshing thirst quenching form. Now what's L-theanine? Well, it's the secret hero of green tea, balances and mellows the brain boosting benefits of caffeine. So you stay alert and focused without stress or the jitters. We all need to hydrate, right? But that doesn't have to be boring. Enjoy Focus Water. They've got a wide range of flavors. Blood Orange, Mixed Berry, Cherry Cola, Crisp Apple, Root Beer, Grapefruit, Yuzu and Lime, Cucumber, and Peach. Just to name some of the flavors. And listeners are knocking doors down, you can get 20% off Focus Water. It's simple. Go to drinkfocus.com. That's drinkfocus.com. Or click the link in the podcast description. Use the code DOORS, D-O-O-R-Z, all capitals D-O-O-R-Z, and you get 20% off your order of Focus Sparkling Water. And we thank Focus for sponsoring this episode of Knocking Doors Down. Breaking news, this important PSA is brought to you by Manscaped.com.
2: This is your pubic service announcement and the news you've all been waiting for. The Manscaped engineering team has confirmed that they have successfully created the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, which is now available for purchase in the USA and Canada. This new trimmer was just released only moments ago, and we are one of the first to get our hands on it and share the news. Join over two million worldwide who trusted Manscaped with this exclusive offer to you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code KDD at manscaped.com. I'm one of
0: the first people to try the new 4.0 and I'm blown away by the performance, the craftsmanship and details on the 4.0 are next level.
2: What makes this trimmer different than all the other trimmers you may ask? a new multi-function on-off switch that can engage a travel lock created for the people who like to travel. The Lawn Mower
0: 4.0 gives you the ability to turn the 4K LED spotlight on and
2: off when needed for a more precise shave. The new trimmer even allows you to customize your trim all over through additional guard lengths with sizes 1 through
0: 4. And look-wise, it's sleek with a two-tone matte and gloss finish Even features a hot foil stamped black chrome Manscaped logo. Show that mower off loud and proud. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code KDD at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code KDD. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped.
3: 5150 is a lifestyle we believe in pushing yourself finding your passion knowing your dreams and working hard and always striving to make those dreams your reality we believe life is too short to sit back and say what if go after it grab it and make it happen
0: Now, when you were coming off of obviously opioids, it's you know we had discussions. People very aware of the side effects of that and the withdrawals, So, were you able to kind of avoid the withdrawals or did you white knuckle it through any of the withdrawals from the the medications?
1: Uh, yeah, I had to white knuckle it to get off Suboxone. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Adderall wasn't too bad. It was no. maybe a couple of weeks. I had to just like, okay, not doing it. Not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. You know. Um and then the alcohol, uh, that got so so you know, that here's the thing, with me and alcohol, <laughs> um, I can always get it.
0: Yeah, right? yeah? Yeah. It's
1: it's you know It's everywhere. S- yeah. Suboxone's a little hard to get. Uh yeah. pain meds kinda hard to get. Like and they've they've really cut cut down on that now. Sure. You know, the doctors are like, do you really need pain meds or, you know, so um but alcohol, you can get it. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter pot, you know. Yeah. And I, I liked pot as well. So sure. uh it's but pot now. Like <clears throat> the last time I would have smoked pot was uh maybe 8 months ago and it just makes me super paranoid, <laughs> you know. So I'm like so I can't can't do that. Yeah. But um uh, but I don't know where I was going with this. Just but.
2: makes me feel like a fucking idiot, just a waste. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right. I just yeah, sit
0: there like an
1: an, an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah.
0: I, I just want to eat a whole lasagna and go to sleep. Well, but it's I just, just get, like, I, yeah, my pointless.
1: anxiety. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. I can wa- imagine. Who's watching me, you know? Yeah, yeah <laughs> so. I can
2: imagine. Is what I said just stupid? They haven't really, <laughs> right. really responded that quick. Like, like, did I say something dumb? I'm
1: like hiding. <laughs> yeah, <stuff>. yeah. <laughs> you
0: know, Austin, no out. one is talking <laughs> to right. you. Yeah,
1: yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. So, so that one was easy to kind of stop. Um But... Uh yeah, alcohol um you know, it, it alcohol was like that, you know, uh the ex girlfriend that still wanted you. Yep. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yep. it, like it's always there, you can always go back to her.
0: Yeah. I don't think I've heard it quite put so well. I couldn't relate to that. I'll have to I'm gonna steal that. So <laughs> yeah, right. if you, you. you hear it again yeah. in this podcast, you know. It's from Austin Reed. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for that. You heard it here first. Yeah. So was <laughs> Austin Reed. So is this just a segue kind of from one substance to another to another yeah. to the yep. then it was like yep. There it is. I mean, mm-hmm. we, we had um, I think you know Ric Flair when we had talked to him. You know the Nature Boy. Whoa, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> that was good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is he the uh, is he on PBS? No, the oh. the professional wrestler. Oh, Ric Flair. oh okay. Rad and Brad and Jeff. Okay, Kiss okay. <laughs> Leland, um, you know, because he had talked about that seeing his son Reed uh die of uh you know I mm. think it was cocaine that he overdosed on if I remember. correctly. I think so. Yeah, but um. You know, he's like, "That's the thing—the difference between alcohol and drugs. You don't need a prescription for this thing; it's readily available. Yeah. In some places, you don't even need a valid ID. They'll just sell you that shit." Yeah. And so you, here you are, one substance to another. What was it? Was it dealing with the pain of uh, cystic fibrosis? Was it anxiety? Was it the the what? what? Um,
1: it was. You know what? It was. Hmm. So I would say the alcohol at the very end, the alcohol was so, uh, what, what, what absolutely destroyed me Mm -hmm. because I could get some clean time and sober time, you know? Um, but, uh, tour, you know, this time, let's see, uh, back in, uh, October, November, um, my coworker, uh, his name is Br- uh, Bronson Peshlikai. I actually hired him to co-host a morning show with me mm-hmm. on KKDJ in Fresno. Mm-hmm. And um, him and I had known each other for 13 years. We had worked together in New Mexico and when, when I was there. Uh, so he had seen that I, I came back to Fresno and I'm doing the morning show at KKDJ now and said, hey, do you have any openings? I said, yes, I, I need a co-host. He came out here from New Mexico great guy we were, we were you know best friends um, we were we were like you know brothers from another mother you mm-hmm. know probably like you guys are you know okay. just y- you click mm-hmm. and um, I had no idea that um, he drank a lot I just didn't know that yeah. so um, me and him were drinking a lot uh, and he one day you know and I had some clean time at that point and one day He's like, hey, you want to have a drink? I'm like, no, I don't drink, you know. Uh, Then the next day, hey, you want to drink? Oh, yeah, sure. What the hell? Mm -hmm. And then, of course, then I was, we were drinking all the time. Mm -hmm. Well, one day we were, um, we were drinking and uh, he died. He died. Uh um, And I think we don't know exactly what happened, but we think it was an alcoholic seizure. And it was, it was completely tragic just horrible i mean it it was just me and him Mm -hmm. it was me and him together alone and he just passes out i can't resuscitate him and he dies so um now you would think after that i would be like i'm not drinking again but that's not how this disease works (laughs) you know this is this you know alcoholism and drug addiction is a disease that wants you dead it doesn't care it is devilish it is evil i'm sorry it just is you know so uh because i've had two duis (laughs) i've uh you know been in jail and uh so anyways when that happened i was drinking the most i've ever drank in my life morning midday afternoon evening overnight i did this for 17 days and um on december 17th i had broken my nose because i was so drunk my my kids came home and they're like what i'm all bleeding i don't even know what time it is and um that's when i realized holy shit! i have a problem Mm -hmm. i have a severe i need help you know so um, I, I so I checked myself into a, a 30-day rehab down in LA and uh, then I went to an out, outpatient program and uh, I, I left the job I left KKDJ and, um, and now uh, God willing I'll have six months sober on July 1st I go to AA every day I have a sponsor uh, shout out to Dean Opperman. He was a longtime KKDJ personality, yeah. and he's in the program. He's an AA, and he's my sponsor. That's um, awesome. So yeah, you know, so things, things, things. Uh, you can change, you know, yeah. and and through all of this, you know, yeah, I suffer from depression and anxiety and you know ADHD. So yeah, I am dual diagnosed, and I have a psychologist and a psychiatrist, and I, um, you know, I, I, I mean. I had another fr- uh, kind of friend, more of a business uh, colleague. He died of a heroin overdose uh about a month ago. So oh, I mean shit. this, you know, this disease is alive and well and it ain't going anywhere. Yeah. You know, so um I just I know in my heart that if if at this point if I go back to to drinking or if I go back to using um I'm going to lose everything. You know, mm-hmm. it's a miracle that I've sustained and kind of that I've been able to build my life back up yeah. post the December situation happening. Yeah. But uh, I've never had this long clean and sober time, you know, since I was 17.
0: Well, oh, good so. for you, man. Yeah. Yeah. Congrats on that. Yeah, yeah, congrats. And kudos to your wife too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. She's boy, been very
1: supportive. The rock It's there, been hard. Man. It's been hard for her. You know, she doesn't drink. She doesn't smoke pot. Um, she, You know, she may drink once a year with Mm -hmm. a friend, you know, but she doesn't even care. But it's more of... Um, she doesn't want to drink around me. Mm-hmm, you know, right. she just she respects that, and um, well, that's good. You need somebody in your life. Yeah, like that. yeah. And she and she she has seen she has seen the worst in me. Mm-hmm, you right. know, um, and it's interesting too because I, I look back at at past clips of me on the air and, and right. listening to you know any you know radio air checks, and I'm like, holy shit. I look fucked up (laughs) because I was compared to where I'm at today. I've gained a lot of weight. I don't look complete. You know, I was looking deathly at, you know? um, So yeah, it's, uh, but man, this shit is real. And, you know, there's nothing to be ashamed of, you know? And I, and I will say that um, I haven't, I haven't come out of, uh, I call it come out of the AA closet. (laughs) You know, I haven't, I haven't announced that um, really, uh, like I am doing with you guys here Thank you but for the um, and I also yeah I also thought you know God willing I'll be celebrating six months July 1st so I have learned a little bit you know sure. about being clean and sober so I thought this would be a good time to to tell everybody hey I struggle too if you struggle that's okay but mm-hmm. there is help yeah, yeah. you know yeah,
0: yeah. So. well that's the thing we have to uh, remember and you know, because we all of us addicts fall into that shame cycle, right. the shame cycle, yeah. and then you know, the thing that silences the shame is our substance or our, you know, we've, we've had gambling, sex addiction, right. whatever it mm-hmm. is, bulimia, you know, sure, all these things. We just go I'm right addicted back to, to energy
1: drinks. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, that's not as bad, <laughs> that's not, right? We'll take that <laughs> take one exactly. Caffeine
2: yeah. over Suboxone <laughs> right. or anything. Right, that, well, right. Uh, yeah, if yeah. it
0: helps, when we talked to Charlie Sheen and he was talking to us, he's like.
2: Oh, yeah, I can watch back two and a half minutes. I was fucked up there. I was fucked up there. I swear I was just going to say that. I remember him saying that, too. Wow. I'm like he's that good of an act, I couldn't tell. Okay.
1: Yeah, well, and some of my friends they they've said like, "Oh, I couldn't tell you were you were high." And I was mm-hmm. like,
0: "Yeah, but I can." You yeah. can, yeah, because nobody
1: knows yeah. you better than you do. Right, yeah. right, yeah. yeah.
0: Oh no, I I know if I went back through archival stuff mm-hmm. uh, from my radio career, that there's stuff where I was probably drinking just before I got on air. Yeah just before I got on Sure, it. yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. miss too many shifts. I missed a lot with, when I missed them. It was the severe hangovers Ooh. and, you know, you're puking and you literally cannot get in the car and drive. Because I was a binger. I couldn't do an all-day wake-up. I w- never had that ability. It was pound a bunch, go to sleep uh, kind of a thing. Or <laughs> you're at a concert, pound a bunch, hopefully someone else is driving. Right. That pretty yeah. much. Yeah, yeah. But um, so what really – so we hit this point. We get into the program. Um what was that that kind of like you said the breaking in the nose that was the real final prompt was the message just like Austin I'm done No, let's go or no. none of
1: it no No um I mean she's been wanting me to to get help for for years sure. and um but you cannot get help and and become completely clean and sober unless you want it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If somebody is forcing you to go and you're not ready, you're wasting your money I mean rehab was oh man it was something like forty five thousand bucks for a month you know it's just shit it's, ain't cheap yeah it ain't yeah. cheap so um you know don't waste your money <laughs> you and know, time and time you know yeah I mean? and their yeah. time and so no I I was like, God damn it, I am 33 years old, I've got twin daughters, they just turned five, they wow. are my life, you know? Yeah. Um, and and I love my career, and I'm gonna destroy my career eventually, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, so, and then also just thinking about Bronson, I know that today he's looking down, and he doesn't want me to be all fucked up all the time and lose this job and that job and kill this person because I'm drunk, you know? Mm-hmm. So I thought, all right, you know what? While, yes, I'm, I, 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 I want other people around my life to be treated better, but for me, do I want this for me? Do I want to stop drinking? Do I want to stop... Doing all these terrible things for my body uh, and my mind. That was, uh, you know, would Bronson want me to die next? No. So, um, and then when I broke my nose and my daughters walked in, they didn't know what was wrong with me, you know? Um, And I was just like, I don't want this life anymore. God damn it. I don't want to be, I don't want to rely on alcohol right when I get home.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I don't want to have to take a pill to feel better. Uh, while I do, I do take pills for my mental illness. Sure, sure. That's, a, that's different, you yeah. know, cause it doesn't get me high. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. The, uh, I'm interested because this was more recent. One of the things that like when my dad went through his, uh, I never did any uh, rehab myself. Mm-hmm. I, I just, it wasn't an option. I was the sole provider and it was like, you know, kind of white knuckle it, yeah. fall off a little bit, white knuckle it, then finally, you know, really work in the program. Um, was there anything post concerning the family, like for the misses and and, and your your? daughters to kind of understand a little bit too some of that post counseling. Sure. So, um, basically
1: my daughters only know that some people shouldn't drink alcohol and I am one of those people. Mm -hmm. Um, and that daddy, when I went to rehab for the month, um, we, we told the girls that, uh, daddy needs to get help for himself. And, um, so, you know, we tried to do it as a, as you know, best to a five-year-old sure but um but you know i mean my relationship with them and it's always been good but they knew there was something wrong with daddy i mean come on like they're they're not dumb so Mm -hmm. um you know i never drove drunk with them or Uh, you know, I never put them in danger, but, but I was checked out, you know, if I was drinking at home, I was just kind of, you know, if I was stoned, uh, you know, (laughs) 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 watch TV. You You were there, but you weren't there. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah. 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 And that's just not fair, you know? Um, but again, but, but, but you have to, in this disease, it has to be about you. It can't be about anybody else. Right. And, and while you can think about other people, that's fine. But if you're not ready then it you know I see so many people fail and it's not their fault it's not their fault you know you have to be you have to give up you have to be like all right enough is enough because it's no way of life Mm -hmm. it's not you know I'm I am just as happy today without drugs and alcohol than I was with Drugs and alcohol. When when you get that that high point mm-hmm. for the couple hours out right. of twenty four, mm-hmm. I'm much happier. Even because that's a fake high. Yep, it's all fake. It's all fake, and it wants you dead. And I I hate this disease mm-hmm. because it is the hardest thing to beat. Mm-hmm. It really is. And for me, it's every day. I can't. Thi- I, you know, can, can I look at in the camera right now and say I will never. Ever drink or use drugs again no all I can say is for just for today or you know give myself until midnight you know uh, because you you can't set yourself up for failure Mm -hmm. you know Um, and that's why AA says you know I mean I'm wearing (laughs) I always wear these these bands now this says just for today and then this says no matter what Nice. So. nice. My sponsor got me these. Nice. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's you're true. right.
0: You're right. We had a, a great talk with this gentleman um, uh, that's available now, uh, Doctor Rob Kelly, and he really talked about the one day at a time and what that really is. And people, you know, go, it, you know, he said it's not just to don't have the drink or the drug. It's to fill it with the joy that you were robbing yourself of prior. That what it is is to be in the moment, be mm-hmm. present, enjoy it, right. live it. You know to the fullest and prepare it for the next day rested ready to go and that's one of the things that for me brought a lot more power to my life and like you said i'm a lot happier now than when i was getting shit-ass hammered and and boy i liked it way too much and and for anybody watching we're not glamorizing it because the truth is you we all did use our uh, anyone that was abusing substances or an addict because there was a Feeling that it was there, but it was falsehood. And like Correct. you said, it's a lifestyle that leads to how we're going to die. Unfortunately, right. yeah. And we've all, everyone sitting at this table talking right now, has lost someone because of it. Yep. <sighs> it's a tragedy. Now you have been in broadcasting a long time, so there is some fun stories. Oh, okay. <laughs> we got to hear. <laughs> we got to hear about some fun news reports, oh, or gosh. when you're doing radio guests that we're on, or. Some things where, where shit just didn't go the way, you know? Ooh. It's like the lady that goes to do the report at SeaWorld and gets splashed yeah. by the by the killer <laughs> whales. Or.
1: Oh, man. All those uh, ridiculous live shots I've done uh, on snow coverage.
0: Or, oh, yeah. You know. Um. Did you have some of those with the, the intermittent weather? Like re- oh, be it yeah. like Downpour or the two hundred degrees in New Mexico. So
1: here's the here's the most absurd stories is when you get when 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 you know in television news you you're you know you get called out to to go talk about the rain like in L A. (laughs) That whenever it rains in Los Angeles that's the big story. They've never seen it before. Right. Right. (laughs) Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, What is this? What's rain? You know. Um, But I've had to. Oh, like go out uh, in New Mexico whenever it snows, it's a big story. They do team coverage. Or in Portland when it snows, it's a big story. As you go out there, you do thirty live shots, and you know every ten minutes, and you have to uh, you know hold up a thermometer. Now now it's thirty one degrees. We'll come back in ten minutes. Did it drop down to thirty or did it increase? We'll tell you in just a bit. You know, like, that's just absurd to me. I just it, I crack up. You know. Uh, well, I can't like change it
2: channel now because <laughs> yeah, right. i gotta know yes i gotta yeah. know <laughs> carl carl it me it dropped a degree <laughs> right right what frank <laughs> it dropped <out> a degree. <laughs>
1: it's awesome it's awesome All so right. absurd oh uh, I, you know yeah just i mean like you guys have interviewed cool celebrities um, let's see gosh i mean <laughs> <laughs> so my current gig, Central Valley Talk, um, yeah. you know, one one of many that I shows that I host. But um, we we the, the cool thing about Central Valley Talk is, you know, we we can interview basically anybody, right? right. Uh, we we like to give anybody a voice. So yeah. I'm not gonna name names, but we bring people on that are uh, very interesting. Mm. Yeah, and, I've, uh, I've okay, okay, yeah, yeah, I've seen a few. Okay, okay, I've seen a few. They are characters and I love it because right. they'd probably never get on you know, ABC 30, but, right. <laughs> but they can come on Central Valley Talk and, and we, we chat for 10 minutes and, uh, you know, but it's fun. It, but I love that because it's yeah. it's uh, it's highlighting characters. You know, yeah. uh, there was a lot of characters in the Fresno Metro. So.
0: <laughs> I can only imagine. Yeah. I mean, you welcomed us two idiots. Yeah, in, right. so, you know. No, that was a good conversation.
1: Yeah, that's true. Uh, you do
0: an amazing job. Thank you. So you got the, the Central Valley Talk and mm-hmm. uh, Read Report. I haven't seen any of the Read Report. Okay. So fill us a little bit in. Yeah, uh, the Read
1: Report is every Friday at 8 a.m. And that's on KMSG TV, My 53. It used to be KAIL. Yeah, right. Okay. So they just changed call letters it's basically the same programming. So, um and then and then it actually just got picked up by KWVT in Portland, Oregon. That's got to be cool. Excuse me, on channel 17. Yeah, I like it because I grew up there. Yeah. So, it's nice that. And um the read report is kind of like a newsmakers type show, but um you know, we I interview um people that are, you know, <sighs> I don't know. Like I had Darius on, mm. uh from Granville Homes. Mm. Uh, I have a guy named Banana Joe. He comes on and, and talks about like Hollywood headlines and stuff. Sure. He was a big radio DJ in L.A. with uh, Kiss FM and yeah, yeah. and KHJ and uh, what's oh K Earth, yeah. Um, and then uh, and then I do like um, kind of a monologue. I do headlines mm-hmm. and here's what's happening from from California to Oregon now. Um, and then. Uh, yeah, so that's yeah Friday, and uh, and then I've got uh, the Austin Reed Network on Roku. Mm. So um, that is a, a you know a new digital network that uh, that I've created that launched um, about a month and a half ago. So, oh, nice, um, yeah. and it's, it's going to have a variety of programming, okay. um, choices. So yeah, I was
0: curious as that have a news orientated type of, <laughs> it
1: is. Yeah, it's yeah, but it's not hard news. Mm. It's more, you know, new, I call it news makers. Yeah. So yeah. I <laughs> dig it, man. Yeah, yeah.
0: I know you mentioned before, like, oh, had I not fallen into substance abuse mm-hmm. and where I could have been and stuff, but you seem like, uh, fuck it. I'm happy. I like what I'm doing.
1: Yes. Right. Correct. I love it. Right, right, right. Yeah. I, um, yeah, and you know what? I'm at the end of the day, I'm I'm happy that I went through that because mm-hmm. I think it made me a stronger person. Made you, know? you who you are today. Made me who I am today, yeah. and I and I, you know, I've worked. I mean, I, you know, I mean, you look at Charlie Sheen, right? And sure. you think. God, how the hell did he make it so far? Cause he was pretty, he was really messed up, Man. you know? And, and I made it, you know, I mean, I've, I've, I've worked at probably 25 different TV stations across the country, mm-hmm. yeah. ABC, CBS, NBC, Fox, large markets, small markets, medium markets, but I was never there a long time because mm-hmm. I'd always fuck up, <laughs> <laughs> right. so, but, um, but you know, uh, yeah, y- you're right. It, it's, it's experiences and um, you know, hopefully it'll make me a better dad. I was just
2: yeah. going to say, and the important thing is, too, is your daughters are seeing you happy and yeah. present and right. right, in the moment rather right. than just being there. Exactly. So, you know, that's exactly. a plus as well. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, they, um, you know, in the heart of my my uh, alcoholism, just, you know, the, these, you know, before December, mm-hmm. I mean, I was just hiding in my room, mm-hmm. you know, and just, I didn't want, I didn't want to have anything to do with anybody. Right. Yeah. So I was also grieving, you know, from Bronson's yeah. death. But, oh, I'm um, sure. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, I don't know. I, I thought I needed alone time when he died, mm-hmm. but I needed actually to talk to people. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's a, you know, whenever something tragic happens in any of our lives, uh, as much, as hard as it is, and maybe as, as we think, well, I don't want to be a pain and this person doesn't want to hear my problem, reach out. Yeah. yeah. Reach out. Just say, look, I, I don't trust myself right now. You know, I, I, if I'm suicidal or if I'm super sad or I feel like I'm going to do something stupid, um, just tell somebody and just, yeah. and, and, you know, and somebody will be there for you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, talk it out, uh, cry it out. Mm hmm. Um, whatever you have to do because you know
2: the alternative is going to substances yeah bearing that shit down is either going to take you back to substances or throw you into a depression right you know something right. like that so yeah right. it's always best to get it off your chest
0: I yeah. know yeah, I can really I was I was the isolation guy absolutely mm-hmm. yep. you know and I it did the good justification okay it's nine o'clock kids are in bed I can open that six-pack. Yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. That and ended up being an 18. Of, yeah, exactly.
1: Or, yeah. And mm-hmm. you've been thinking about that since 8 o'clock in the morning.
0: Yep, <laughs> absolutely. That's
1: when you know you have a problem.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and get that help. Yeah. Well, Austin, what we like to do is uh, we're going to leave you with the final words of encouragement. But before that,
2: more fun. We got some random questions for you. Oh, okay, great. Are you I ready? Like that. Okay, yeah. Mikey, you're up. When you're, for example, we talked on the way over here, you were stuck in traffic. Mm -hmm. So my question is, when you're stuck in traffic, what kind of shit goes through your mind? What are you thinking about?
1: Uh, Okay, well, if I'm going to an appointment, Mm. I'm like, son of a bitch, I'm going (laughs) to be
2: late. So
1: the first thing is I got to reach out to them, and you guys are super cool. (laughs) (laughs) Hurry your ass, ass, Austin. Get over here. (laughs) Don't come. Just don't, you know. You know what? Forget it. I'm 10 minutes away. (laughs) Turn the fuck around. Right, right, right. Go drive back an hour south of Fresno. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's see. Uh, But then then I, I don't know. I just, I'm. If if I'm not like super, super freaking out trying mm-hmm. to get somewhere and just turn on the music or, yeah. you know, I have mm-hmm. my friend Michael come with me today and mm-hmm. we just, I don't know what we talked about. It's bullshit.
0: Bullshit. Yeah. 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 So. Speaking of music, if you were stuck on a deserted island, what one movie and one music album would you want with you? Anchorman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, an album,
1: I would like... <sighs> I'm I'm a dork. I like 80s music. So if it could just be an 80s uh, soundtrack. It's, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Best of the '80s. I'm good with that. What,
0: what particular <laughs> like? Are you, you seem to be more of a pop genre person. Yes, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what, what's a, maybe a guilty pleasure? Oh, that? I
1: love uh Pet Shop Boys. Oh, West hell End yeah.
0: Girls, great song.
1: Uh, and then, um, but I also I, I like '70s rock too. So like Eagles sure. or yeah. Uh,
0: I like like rock and roll's greatest hits, but I also like disco too, which is random. Okay. Hey, you know what I? I still, I have a couple concerts I regret not going to. Yeah. Stones. Oh, yeah. And the Bee Gees. I could have oh, seen the, the Bee- fucking Bee Gees oh, when they were all still alive. Damn. And I blew it. I mean staying Alive is
2: my
1: favorite song in the entire world It's
2: a brilliant song It's a
1: great song Yeah it makes you feel good
2: (laughs) Cannot relate to either of you right now (laughs) You're
1: like That's right. Yeah either you you like disco or you hate disco There's no in between
0: (laughs) Yeah
2: even Kiss did a disco song That's when I I stopped liking Kiss When When they (laughs) went Kissco is when I was over it
0: You you weren't even born when that I was over
2: it when I heard it In the early 2000s (laughs) Oh, um, if they were to make a movie about you, mm-hmm. who would you oh. cast to play you? Ooh,
1: God, that's a hard one. Um, ooh, Steve Carell. I, oh, I yeah. love Steve right? Carell. Yeah. I love He'd him. Be like, it. He, yeah.
2: I yeah. see it. You see it? Yeah. I okay. see it. Okay. I see it. Cause he,
0: <laughs> like, here's the difference between you and I as broadcasters. You are actually we're good at with radio, whereas I just a guy that talks <laughs> shit. Like, <laughs> no. If you put me in anything serious, it was like, oh, forget it. <laughs> you know, this I'm good at. Yeah, this yeah, I'm yeah, good exactly. Uh, I'm just bagging on myself here. Um, let's see. All right. Uh, guilty pleasure. We already talked about disco and yeah. music. Anything else outside oh, uh, of that? Food, eating out.
1: Yeah. I love eating out. Like
2: what? Italian, Viet- Mexican, Viet- Vietnamese. Vietnamese? Really? Yes. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. Portland has a huge Vietnamese population and a bunch of pho restaurants and I was just going to say what pho. Okay. Yeah, that yeah. means Yeah. Uh, I grew up on. I mean, yeah. So that that's my guilty pleasure. That's what it 100%. Is. Uh, that is good. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um what was the last song you listened to? I know we were talking about music, but let's keep it going. What was the last song that you played? Not that was just on in the radio that you put on.
1: Well, yeah, because I was using my phone mm-hmm. as we were coming up. What was the last song? Um, uh, duh, 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 duh. Oh, "Lion Eyes" by Eagles. Oh, okay. oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. that was on that's right as one. we were coming down the uh, this street here. That's a good
2: one. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: last random question. This is uh, one we've gotten a lot of interesting answers. If you could have dinner with just one person, living or not, who would it be and why? God, it would be a news anchor.
1: Um, <laughs> I'm sure you don't.
0: You don't get a lot of that, huh? Um, but I loved it. I loved news when I was a kid too. Yeah. So. Oh, you did. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: you know what? Scott Pelley from CBS News. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm still pissed that they got rid of him on the evening news. Uh, Nora O'Donnell is fine, but um, Scott was great. He was just a great anchor, great storyteller, great voice, cool guy, very smart, um, kn- knew a lot about history, a lot about politics. I, I
0: So, yeah, I would love to pick his
3: brain. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I was definitely, as a kid, I loved watching, like, uh, uh, Brian Gumble, mm-hmm. Ted Koppel. Was Peter Jennings. Peter, yep. Oh, yeah, Peter Jennings with the hair and That's the, right, yeah. I'm Peter Jennings. <laughs> you know, and it was just like, I was always enthralled with that. And, and uh, for me, locally, where I grew up, I was born in Salinas, California. Mm-hmm. Um, Dina Ruiz, uh, Clint Eastwood's ex-wife. She was one of the anchors, and she was my favorite. And my mom did some travel agency work for her when I was little. Uh And then I was working at this store that her and and her – I believe it was her daughter with Clint came into the place I was working. I just like – I freaked out. I was like, oh, my God, Dina (laughs) Rui. And she was (laughs) like, can I – C- 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 can I help you? It's like, well, you met me as a kid. Oh my gosh, you've grown so much. Can I get my vitamin C <laughs> and go? Yes, ma'am. Sorry. You know. <laughs> That's awesome. But she was gorgeous too. Yeah, so yeah, that yeah, probably yeah, had yeah. a thing. Right, it right, too, right, so. right.
1: I, um, I was so happy. So here's another random fact about me. I love news music.
0: Oh really? <laughs> like the qui- through- uh-huh, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: And um for for years ABC News they got rid of that. Uh-huh. They got rid of it. Pissed me off. And uh I think it was about a year ago they brought it back. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, yes, this is amazing. I was so happy. So, I know. not for, that's, that's a rare thing that you're not going to get much.
2: You know what I think of when I think of news? You guys are talking about all these news anchors and stuff, which I, again, have no idea what the fuck is going on. But... Um, <laughs> I, when I was a kid, there was, it was TGIF every Friday night. was a yeah. Yeah, what shows were, I don't even remember. Uh, uh, oh, like a Boy Meets World. Boy Meets World, yeah, that's no, right. I'm, that was, I loved Boy Meets great World. Great show, yeah. Um, where yeah. I'm going with that is that Barbara Walters for mm-hmm. 2020 would come on after that. And that's when I knew it was time for me to go to bed. Cause <laughs> my parents would always make me go to bed after TGIF. So yeah. when you guys say News acres, when I think of her, I th- or when I think of the news, I think of her Barbara and then I Walters. think of my parents telling me to go yeah. to bed. Whereas yeah, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. like,
0: probably two latchkey kids that watch whatever right. the hell we want, and <laughs> yeah. him, it's like, go to bed. And I'm like, this is Baba Walton. Yeah.
2: Like, <laughs> yes! Right, right. Like, Barbara's she- on. Damn it, Barbara's on. I got to go to
0: bed. <laughs> oh, damn. <Bah>! <laughs> 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 oh, shit. Yeah, not everything was anchors. anchor, man. And you go fuck yourself, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah Anchorman Two sucked. It did suck, right? What the hell?
1: Sequels man. typically do, sequels unless it's do, Toy Story. Right? Yeah, Except yeah, Toy to- Story. yeah. That's right. That was good. Yeah.
0: That's the four of them. They're they're all great. Well, we can't all say all sequels because Empire Strikes Back was better than Star Wars, but that's a whole. That's a whole. Other, yeah, it I is. Hey, Austin, <laughs> uh, thanks for coming up, man, and Thank hanging you. out with us. Absolutely, uh, my pleasure. Any words of encouragement? Anyone that's out there struggling? Maybe they have a loved one that is. Uh, do you just lend it? Uh, hey,
1: uh, hit me up on Instagram and I'll talk you through it and I'll, yeah. I'll help you get the resources or, or reach. I, I highly suggest reaching out to you guys, yeah, you I know, and uh, yeah, just asking for help. Don't be embarrassed. Don't be ashamed. I, you know, um, I was thinking, you know, my way up here, I was kind of like nervous. And yesterday in my AA meeting, I was talking about this saying, you know, I'm coming out of the closet, you know, the AA closet, not that the other one. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, um, but I'm happy I did this because I thought, well, if I can help just one person, yeah. you know, I mean, you guys help millions, you know, uh, we hope hopefully, so, yeah. you know, and um, so, yeah, just, it's nothing to be embarrassed of. It's nothing to be ashamed about. Uh, just, just tell somebody, hey, you know what? I'm struggling. This is why, you know, what, what should I do? Mm-hmm. Get the help because, because it, it, the, the, the life that will become if you don't get help, I guarantee
0: you, it's not going to be the life that you want. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And if you want more on Austin, check it out. It's all in the description there. You can click for his social media, more about uh, everything he's doing. Austin Reed, thank you, good sir. Thank you. Thank you again, Austin Reed, a really good dude, and uh, really a pleasure and an honor that he would come on this platform to shed not only that, uh, hey, substance abuse, addiction, it, it's a dark thing. We do talk about a dark topic, but he's an example of that you can get on the other side. And uh, not only uh, really appreciate him revealing here publicly for the first time that, uh, yeah, he struggled with addiction uh, issues as well as the cystic fibrosis, ADHD, um, and the loss of his friend, uh, due to uh, abusing alcohol, I mean, I just I couldn't imagine being in that kind of situation, and and you and your friend, and that's it, and he dies of an alcohol-related seizure. Well, it's and just, they blame you. I couldn't imagine what that's like. Right? That, that there's what I mean? yeah, that there's people that blamed him. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we don't force alcoholism upon anyone, and and quite often, and I'm sure you know, Mikey, you've talked about it with your cocaine use, definitely with me with alcoholism. Uh, Until I got to that point of drinking alone, um, which he also did after his friend's death. But, uh, you know,
2: misery likes company and you co-mingle with it. And I know you've been there, too. Oh, yeah. It's dark as hell doing cocaine in a room by yourself. That's when you know the party's over and... I need this shit. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Anyways, thank
0: you again, Austin. You're an awesome guy. Keep up the great work. Uh, of course you can find out more about what Austin's doing with the read report, his Roku channel and everything else. It's all in the podcast description. So, uh, please click those links and support Austin as well. And of course us, we appreciate it. Please follow us on our social media platforms. All those links are in the description. And for more inspiration on showing how you can overcome any challenges you face, don't forget uh, Carlos Vieira's autobiography, Knocking Doors Down, his story of his cocaine addiction, how he got on the other side, and uh, is thriving and uh, doing great things, giving back to the community. And you can find out what really worked for him, having to find a passion in uh, motorsports, doing uh, stock car racing, and starting his foundation, the Carlos Vieira Foundation, and of course our primary sponsor, the 5150LTM clothing brand. So make sure to check that out. Anything else, Mikey? No, I'm going home. On that note, keep knocking doors down.
3: For more info and to get involved, check out carlosvierafoundation.org. Strengthening communities, providing resources, building awareness, empowering youth in need to overcome adversity and achieve success. This is what the Carlos Vieira Foundation is all about. Through our campaigns, the race for autism, race to end the stigma, and race to be drug-free, we're able to help so many in need. Our goal is to provide support to families and children and give these families opportunities that might not normally arise. Prize. Learn more and find out how you can get involved. Visit carlosvierafoundation.org
4: today. This podcast contains the views and opinions of the knocking doors down hosts and their guests to the show. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for informational purposes only. And because each person is sharing their unique perspective, please consult your healthcare professional for any medical questions. Views and opinions expressed in the podcast and website are our own and do not represent that of our places of work. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any comments suggestions or correction of errors.